Cameo Radio. Welcome to Cameo Radio. I'm here in the studio with Danny Honeywine. Hi. And this episode is episode number 11, Honor the Movement. Yeah, honoring the movement. Honoring the movement. And I think that's a really good thing to do because we're looking at a lot that's happening today. So without any further ado, let's get into it. And I think my first question really is, where is the convoy headed next? Is the convoy just trucks or is it more? Does it stand for something deeper? <clears throat> what do you think, Danny? Do trucks just represent truckers? Or is it more than just truckers? Well, I think it's more. It's Undoubtedly. Be. I think if you ask somebody and they say that it was just about trucks, I don't think you should listen to that person. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're out of touch. Right. Lot, I think they don't really know what's going on. No. A lot, a lot of people say that the truckers were fighting against the mandates, the VAC passes at the border and all this sort of stuff. But was it uh, mandates for all people? I'm kind of thinking so. You know, that was probably the trigger, the catalyst. I think that, so. You know. Sure. I mean, nurses went through this just just before the, the truckers went through it. But nurses don't have large vehicles to convoy yeah. across the country to plug up the capital. Right. And disrupting the, I mean, that whole thing disrupted the supply chain. Yeah, absolutely. There was a meme that went around with a truck and it was a like a weapon. And it, in a oh, way... Oh, the, the meme and it's a gun and it yeah, comes with the and, honking and in a, horn. In a way, or... it kind of became that, the symbol. It did become a symbol, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's the convoy symbol mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So there's other groups that have emerged throughout this as well. And we're looking at masks on students in schools. So that's a whole lot of parents that speak about that. You're mm-hmm. a mother and I'm a father. So like we've got quite a few views on that. Yeah, there's professionals, firefighters. Oh, yeah. There's all sorts of groups. I mean, anybody who has a mask exemption. This has been going on, right? I mean, anybody who thinks that this is about trucks... I say they're out of touch just because trucks. I'm like, well, it's just, it's been going on for a year and three months. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have lost their jobs. Um, and how far does that go? You know, if you're listening to this and you've been impacted, we want to hear from you mm-hmm. as well. Cause it's, it's big in our community. It's, it's huge. Like there's nobody that hasn't been touched. The nurses is a great point. Like you say, Danny, it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. So the convoy started in the media because of vax passport requirements for truckers. Yeah, I think that's something that they grabbed onto. I think so too. Right, because it was a trigger event. Yeah, because if if the media or like the mainstream narrative says that this convoy is about mask mandates and vaccine passports, then all that they have to do in order to make it go away is to say, "Well, we've lifted ma- mask mandates and vaccine passports," which they and, were going to do anyway. And that's what's happening. It's part of the agenda. Yeah, they so can't keep it on forever. No, it's all just fits right into the narrative right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. but i don't think that it was ever really truly moved by that i think it was moved by this call to action for all right. people really for all people so yeah so honoring 
that movement going forward, you know, this is, it is for everybody. And I don't think that it's something that can just fizzle out. Although, you know, if it is disarmed by the lifting of mandates and vax pass requirements, but that's also a narrative because they're not being lifted in places like school. We'll we'll get into that here as we go forward a bit more, but uh, the convoy, and that's for everybody. That's really the movement. Uh, Was it vax passports specifically? Was it about liberty? Was it about freedom? Uh, was it a freedom convoy? The word on the street says that it's a unity convoy now. This, the word unity has really started to take over. Mm-hmm. There's some fascinating aspects to that because there's so many different movements mm-hmm. and so many different affected groups of people. Parents, teachers, professionals, truckers, mm-hmm. everybody. How many people have lost their jobs? Senior citizens, all the rest. Uh, who can't? Some people just can't take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Can't go to the public pool, library. Yeah, I mean, I think that even... I think... Even even going back as so far as when this began, it was already over. Yeah, it it, it and was. And we'll talk about that as well later on. That's yeah. coming in. That is definitely coming up. So, who said it was about masks and passports, right? Canada's public safety minister, Marco Mendicini, said it wasn't about freedom and that the truckers had distanced themselves from the convoy. Okay, but hold on, though. Who, right. when, when Marco Mendicini, doesn't sound right. when Marco Mendicini says the truckers, like, let's be clear who he's talking about. He's mm-hmm. talking about the board of the truckers association. And, mm. and this is how it works in all industries. There's an association that rep that ostensibly represents some sector. Now, whether or not your business or your operation is part of that association, it doesn't matter. He's referencing the Truckers Association, which I, without looking up the stats of that organization, I would assume there's probably like, you know, nine board members. So he's not talking about guys who drive the trucks or the women who drive the trucks. Or anybody in the movement. He's just talking about the board of the Truckers Association. Right, right. And that that makes sense. So that kind of explains why he would say that it's he's not lying he's not lying it's not a lie it's a distortion yeah it's distortion but that is built on another distortion that is Mm -hmm. oh the whole thing's just so skewy i don't like their narrative it's just it's just silly so are they trying to control that narrative and that's what a narrative does anything that isn't if it is a narrative it's about control right right and they're just playing their hand into that yeah if somebody's running a narrative well then they're objective then they have an agenda they have an agenda and if they're not telling you what their agenda is then then you're left in the dark right they could but they tell us what their agenda is in a subversive way that not very many people can hear but yeah yeah, yeah i mean i could go look up well, the agendas we had the online. The, the Big Lie, the episode The Big Lie, where David Attenborough's little brother showed us a lot. Yep. Oh, boy, he has a worry with words. So, so part of their agenda is, like we were saying earlier, they're going to lift the illegal mandates and say to everybody, Look, You're you've welcome. won. You're welcome. We've given you back your freedom. Yeah, we got your freedom back. Yes, very nice. Your freedom and your rights. So, but we still have to, like we were saying earlier, disclose the status of a vaccine to get your kid into school, into public school. Yeah, nothing has changed there. So when I go to register my daughter for programs in the school district, mm-hmm. I have to disclose her vaccination status. Nothing there has changed. Nothing's changed. It actually hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. No, it's still not so And that's good. now come for the professionals. Mm-hmm. So yes, perhaps 
we will not have the little QR code thing on our phones. Mm -hmm. But medical professionals, health professionals still are going to be required to disclose their vaccination status as of March 24th. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. changed. And like I, I personally am absolutely shocked at the systematic dismantlement of our healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Like, well, the, the the disclosure of that information being forcing or coercing health professionals to disclose that information, it undermines the entire integrity of that system itself, and yes. so it just it's a it makes it into a farce. It it's, takes it it's from, absurd. It's absurd. Is it's what completely it is. It's absurd. absurd. Absolutely, yeah. and without a healthcare system, you know, Canada has been just a really great place to live because of our healthcare system. It's been not the top of the list, as far as I can tell, for a lot of people. Universal healthcare has been just eroded and it's not so universal. And I know. I, I, I have just, my thoughts I about shake universal my healthcare, too. but... It, yes. No. It was always part of the agenda, yeah, wasn't it? This was yeah, part of it. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's really something. So all of these professionals are being required to disclose their vaccine status. We're having to disclose it about children so they can attend public school so that people in business can maintain their business licenses all the rest it's mm-hmm. it's absurd people are basically being threatened yep. force fear intimidation threat coercion that's power yeah and then so we ask well is this what the public wants well i don't think so or we wouldn't have these movements of people all of these different independent autonomous movements mm-hmm. with leaders mm-hmm. that pop up and disappear differently it's, yeah. it's very interesting. Somebody one day will seem to be in charge and the next day they're not. I, I think it's time that we we legitimately start recognizing that there are two publics. There are. It there, is very interesting. It, it's just there's, time there's to acknowledge it. it. Yeah. So when we say, is it what the public wants? Everyone goes, huh? Well, the public's divided. Huh? Uh, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. The Maybe the... And then we go back to, oh, majority this, majority... It, and it, and Mm-mm. it's a whole... Who are you polling? It's a yeah. cesspool. It's an absolute cesspool. It's, it's chaos. Um, it's so, anarchy. Yeah. <clears throat> so what is it... If it's not really... If it actually has nothing to do with the public, because now there's sort of these two... Well, it's obviously in society, then more it's agenda. something else. It's right? more agenda. It's the agenda. Or it's the a, uh, narrative. Yeah, the narrative takes us through the agenda yeah the the narrative lets them work their agenda whoever they are whatever its agenda is its agenda anybody's agenda and we know that there's digital id coming we know that there's social credit scores Mm -hmm. coming you know what so it's it's 2027 and my electric car won't start because my facebook profile is somehow offensive Mm mm-hmm this is other memes that I've seen. The terrible pr- predictive of the future. That's not the one I want to go into. And so you've done some really great investigation, and so have I, into digital mm-hmm. IDs. Yep. And there's a lot of people who are looking at that. Mm-hmm. And we've spoken about it in other episodes. COVID, confirmation of vaccine ID. It was a test. It was a test. Yep. And now we've got things like the Queen's Platinum Jubilee mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. There might may or may not be a bank, bank holiday. holiday and all this. These are just these are just things that again, again. How does if I have an agenda, like 
if I'm like, I want to get from A to B to C to D, Mm -hmm. and I got to get from A to B to C to D, and I got to run through that, and I got to get you on board with my agenda, I have to tell you Mm -hmm. how to get there. Mm -hmm. And that's all the narrative is. So I am just looking at it, and I go, okay, so here we go. Those we convinced, complete, yeah. Right? Those convinced, right? How do we convince the people to get from A to D? And 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 what is that? Well, we just finished Agenda Twenty One. Pretty much, we completed it. It's, it's, it's what's done. happening, yeah. And so it's as soon as COVID was out, as soon as this, right? It was kind of coronavirus at first, mm. and then it started to coalesce and form into COVID. And it did what it was designed to do, and it. It transpired over the course of a couple of years. Yeah, it solidified. And then by 2021, we were right there on the agenda. 2021, check, completed. So as soon as the narrative of COVID started running, it was already done. And so we're sitting here talk. If we're sitting here talking about masks and vaccine, blah, masks and vaccine passports, we're already behind the eight ball because the agenda now is agenda 2030. Yes, it's 2030. And so they're going to utilize the population through a narrative mm-hmm. in divisive manners because there's kind of two movements happening all in one. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing to people. They've already begun it. It's already begun. It, it began in 2021. Yes. Yeah, so we're a year Intent. out, right? Yeah. So the the movement that represents, you know, the resist of it is as a year behind which isn't a bad thing it's just if we're not aware of that so if like the movement have, itself isn't aware of that to catch up then that's a disservice to yes. the movement so yes. that's my message is we need to be looking at great reset and then if we you want to if, if we want great reset then we just follow the narrative if we don't we have to create our own narrative or a new narrative or a new not even a narrative well a, a point something. a new objective like what's our obje- an alternative maybe and we saw this with occupy like i was involved in occupy mm-hmm, i remember that yeah. i participated um i went down there and the real challenge that we faced and like this is this is my generation just like the peer to peer generation the objective was unknown Yes. And so it it kept it, it the momentum would go would start mm-hmm. and the enthusiasm was there but the objective was unclear. Unclear objective and it fizzled. And so it fizzled. Yes, just yeah. like a lot of movements just like many movements. Yellow jackets was it or what were they the trucking things? I never really followed it. There's been a lot of them and it seems like there's this this energy in society for people to do something and these things pop up and everybody gets on it and they get it out of their system. Mm-hmm. And then something comes along, like these mask mandates being lifted, and people go, oh, there's the relief I was looking for. Yeah. And they fall out. So those convinced that it's only about masks or vax passports will fall out of the movement. Yeah. And that is the objective. Mm-hmm. Quiet the rabble. You know. Yeah. But. And this thing was all done. But we're going to see, we're going to see. How Intense many? pressure through food prices. Oh yes, gas prices. Huge hyperinflation. Hyperinflation, and now right? they're going to start the next big relief they're going to give us from the crunch that's coming from that yeah. is going to be a debt universal relief. universal basic income, UBI, debt relief, debt relief, all of that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yep. so absolutely, it's yeah. just phenomenal. <clears throat> and yeah, fuel prices. I don't even want to do an episode. One ninety six nine today. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's going to be three dollars here pretty soon. Yeah. So, welcome to Agenda 21. We can keep following that narrative, or we could look at some alternatives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could circle these issues forever, but that's part of the narrative. Here's a problem. 
circle that forever and it just distracts people. Oh yeah. And there's all these little solutions that pop up to something that's actually a non-issue. What we really need to be doing is honoring the movement, which is in people mm-hmm. and in us. Yeah. And so right before we got started, we were sort of going on about honor because the because the title of the episode is honor. So we looked it up and like, let's get back to the yeah, etymology of honor. Honor etymology. is high respect as that shown for special merit, recognition, or esteem. And so... If we want to honor this movement, we have to hang a badge on it and say, it right. did achieve something. Oh, it certainly Don't has. forget. Why would, why, if I'm a, coming out of, you know, we, we give veterans the, the pins and the lapels and the badges. Mm-hmm. Why? To remember it. Yes. Right? To remember what happened and right. what it was. And so how do we, how do we do that? How do we actually create something out of this movement and that's i think what you and i are working on that and, is and a the huge other objective. people that are coming into this more solidified more grounded approach to you know the movement yeah. of free spirits is what it is it's a very free spirited movement it really is watching people get in trucks and drive whole families across the country oh i saw a video just a couple of days ago a fella they sold everything bought an rv and because it is worth it. Yep. It's worth it because it's bigger. <clears throat> and they're not truckers. They're a retired couple. Sure. That's great. I love it. I'm just, this is amazing. So looking at today's world, looking at those narratives, looking at these stories, Agenda 21, these things they spin, right? Mm-hmm. The narrative, Marco Mendicini and all the rest, the mainstream media. I think we can say we've confirmed we live in a lawless state. Yeah, and I... I... I used to be really kind of, ah, you know, it would make me and it would pull at me and I would be like, ah, I don't want this. And you know what? I'm like, just let them. Just let them. Just let them. Well, they prove themselves. They just let them do their thing. clown show. It, the clown show will prove itself. It does. And it will pop up and it, the clowns will reveal themselves. Oh, they always do. So let them. And we have to stop trying to fight against it. Mm-hmm. We have to let it. It has because it. because we can't we can't say we can't deny that this great reset isn't happening. It is happening. It's the cho- admitted. They the admit choice it. for us is: Do you want an alternative? And if we try to deny and say no, no great reset. This can't happen. It it, it doesn't change anything. No, the that doesn't. The only work. thing we can do is say this is happening. It's absurd. Mm-hmm. We're are gonna, you going to participate? We're going to do not even more. Are you going to participate? We're going to do something different. Something different. Would you like to participate in that? Would you like to participate? As if we just say, would you like to participate in this nebulous? Mm-hmm. Right. We it's, end up like Occupy, and like then we've got trucks parked at Parliament for eight months, and oh. and what do you want? What is your objective? And everyone's like, well, we got the masks. Maybe it's this other small thing and this other small thing. And we just actually, we never get anywhere. Well, and that's the thing. A lot of people are fighting against what they see as a a restrictive system, an oppressive system. They want it to change. Nobody is able to competently articulate an alternative. But there are some people in the movement who can. Um, Chris Skye, the controversial figure that he is Mm -hmm. in some circles, makes a really good point. Um, we need to be united under a banner of unity, of leaderless, autonomous, 
people. I mean, I agree and I disagree. I do think that leaders exist. I think they pop it's, up naturally. It's, yeah, it's irrelevant to say there's no leaders, but there are leaders. No. Like, I'm a leader, you're a leader, yeah. Chris Sky is a leader. Yes, he is. There are not no leaders. What we don't need is politicians. No, or people that claim... We do not need politicians. Or people that claim authority over others. Yeah, like, who do you lead? Well, I, I'm a leader. Of who? Of who, who? Who are you representing? Who do you represent? Like, naturally and emergently. Yes. And, and who, who is it? Like, what is it? Who is it that you're assisting? And how are you leading a charge? How are you demonstrating to those around you who would say, show me? Yeah, exactly. Show me Absolutely. what you mean. Yeah. And that's like you were saying earlier, we're, we are working on something. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to that. Lots of people are working on things. Yeah, exactly. But uh, this this brings us into our midpoint of our show mm-hmm. where we have, a, what is this? It's like a trailer or something from the Not So Real Life Network. Yeah, it's an episode of Famous for the Wrong Reasons. Ooh, ooh. And that's kind of, that's the stuff that, like you were saying, you just have to let it. Yeah, it belongs in the Not So Real Life Network. Ooh. Like, it's it, this is what's happening. It, yeah, it, you can't say that it doesn't exist. Or, or fight against it or try to tell the person that they're not, they can't Ugh. because you you can't. It's, you can't. Let them do their thing. The clowns will reveal themselves. Yes. The corruption will reveal yes. itself. It continuously does. Sit back. I don't, like, I guess enjoy this little blip and uh, we will be right, right back. back. <laughs> this is Kemi McFullsend in the newsroom here at the New HQ. We've got a special news bulletin. We've received a call from the dark side. Let's stay tuned and rattle that one out. It's Brad calling. Do you want to help me understand what's going on? I need you to follow your own rules. That's it. In what capacity, Mr. McSorley? Well, if you don't know what those are, you should quit. I'm just not understanding how we do business here. You guys did a lot of things wrong. I'm waiting for letters from you guys. The CRCC has told me that you're supposed to... How else can I help you? Can you send me a letter? Because I haven't had any contact. You're not sending a letter? We're not sending a letter, no. Let's put it this way, Brad. You are a servant. Yep, I agree with you. We have taken steps to send a registered mail to you. Can you send me a letter? We're not sending a letter, no. You are a servant. Yep, I agree. When you conduct yourself in an appropriate manner, we'll tell you what you want to hear, people like you. Stop talking. I wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you. If you'd like me to clarify anything, I'm happy to do that. We're not sending a letter. You are a servant. And the letters have been sent. If that's the case, then great. People like you. You can be a very, very difficult person to deal with, but I'm belligerent to my office. You are a servant. I I don't understand. I I just want to get my point across. You phone me and then speak over me. It's very rude. Get over it. You should get over it. You're the servant. Right? I'm willing to listen to you. And, then, and nothing's changed in that regard. You know that because I told that to you. But, I, but, but, but I, I'm belligerent to my office. If you don't remember, that's fine. I, 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 we told you. And if not, I'm happy to go through that with you again. Right. Okay. Perfect. Was there anything else? Um, don't let your guys break the law anymore, man. Protect people. Yeah. And we do do our job. We do do our job. But, I, but, but, but I'm also not here to be shit on. Well, I'll just tell them that that's what you said. Perfect. We intercepted that communication from Sergeant Bad McKinnon of the RCMP. This has been another news update. Well, welcome back to the show after that. That was, I mean, it was, that was pretty good, but. I'll put it this way. 
It's nice to be back to the Real Life Network. Oh my god, yes. And you're here on Cameo Radio on the Real Life Network, hosted on Podbean. And yep. I just I just am like, okay, we... I mean, currently hosted on Podbean. Well, we'll see if they can maintain. <laughs> <laughs> you might get deplatformed, you never know. But, um... Is it time to start looking for justice? Ugh, it's like the bell has rung. So, obviously, the mandates were never constitutional. I mean, no. Canadian, the Canadian Constitution is a joke, like, to begin with. Right. So, how can we deal with so any of this? how can we deal with it? Through yeah. a corrupt system. Yeah. We're going to take it back to court or what? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just absurd. Right. We look at, you know, Action for Canada is trying to serve notice and they're r- dr- drumming up this class action, these class action lawsuits and on and on it goes. How long does it take? Will it be 2030? By the time we see, quote, justice. Oh, and justice by then will be the fruition of their agenda right. through their narrative. Yes. Ugh. And I'm just, I don't want anything to do with any of it. Not it's happening. just dirty. Yeah. It's just dirty. So we can't really deal with it by going through that system. Let yeah. them play that out. But we don't think we have a lot of options. We're convoying for it. There's a movement pushing for it. It's almost like the 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 glass ceiling for, a, like, a lot of the movement becomes, well, we've tried everything and this mm-hmm. is the best system we've got. Mm-hmm. So we need to use it. Right. And once you break through that glass ceiling and you realize it's not the only system. It's not. And, and it's not the best system. It's not the best. And then it's... you can open up this whole world of exploration into new ideas that are recovery solutions. Yes, recovery solutions, you know, and that's the important part. And some of these things on the other side of the glass solution ceiling aren't new no they're very old like how many people did it take to establish the united states 12 people right and they established it it was already happening there was already all kinds of tradition there yeah of course like here what tradition does it come from it goes back even further what's the largest ecclesiastic body and where did it come from well the body of christ Mm -hmm. the living body of christ christianity Mm -hmm. one christ and how many disciples in total how many of them were there 12 12 there was 12 of them and that's the last supper you know the The typical and that the last supper represents i've heard the end of blood sacrifice it was the last one should have been supposed to have been and in a little small like it's much more smaller smaller regional little example in my own life Mm -hmm. is is the establishment and so these are all establishment states right so 12 is how you establish and it's right in the name the right. states estates establish establish 12 yes people establish something so even in in um the co-op that i was involved in it was established by 12 members right 12 it's like the magic 12 number members. it's magic number it's, it has to do with establishment right estates so what's the establish it's the estates oh, yeah. i love it i mean it's just and what's it's an plain estate? estate what's an estate it's an etheric state an etheric the establishment of an etheric state yeah. so the movement is already there the people are already there yeah they're trying to establish themselves yes in a government that won't allow it it's not gonna happen it's in there. not gonna happen in there I, I, no just rest I'm, assured I'm like, we just heard like the, the corruption it's not good no no i just i'm not going back in there ever again so the United States of America, the largest ecclesiastic body, you know, the disciples of Jesus. And then in your life, the, the, cooperative, the cooperative you're part of, yeah. right? And that's, that's really something. Yeah. So really... If what have it, we learned, right? Like what it doesn't have we take learned a lot of people. as a species? Yeah, we've learned as a species, it's up to people. 
It's up to, to people. To find justice. And what is justice? Just it's us. It's the establishment of a state. Yes. Right? And what is an, a state? Well, it's a state of being. A state of being. A an new ethereal state, state of being. Yes. Right? A new story. And a new story. Yes. A new way. And all of that. So it's up to just us. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be very many of us to mm-hmm. establish the framework from tradition. And so tradition's interesting because that is referred to then as the providence of something. Yeah. Where does it come from? Does it have providence? Does it have providence? Or did you just make this did up? Did you just make this up right now? Because I don't believe you. Yeah. So where does it come from? Where and does if it people come from? can point in history, it's very easy for people to go, oh, okay. And it establishes that idea. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it has an actual existence in the in the ether. Yes, it's not being created. Yeah. It it, it is, is traditional it already. It yeah. exists. It's yeah. not being created. It's not being cultured. Yeah. <laughs> cultured, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's the other that's the flip side of it, right? Yeah. We can look at um tradition or culture. Yeah, that's a good one. And so like examples of that, United States of America already existed. Twelve people established it yeah. from concept. And so is it the concept of culture or tradition? They came from tradition. Absolutely. And there they was... They came from the tradition of the 12 disciples. And there was That's a what need. It was. There was a need. There was a need. There was a need. They, they yep. were at war. Yep. Uh, they had something to push off. There was a catalyst. Mm-hmm. And Typically, so we've yeah. had these trigger events, these catalysts. Mm-hmm. Look, they're giving us a reason. Yeah. It's our opportunity. It's our op- and that's what this is. The, door, the door is opening. Mm-hmm. And rest assured, the door will close. It will close. The door will close. Uh-huh. The door will close. And if you're not through the door, oh. it's... Uh, Ooh. Ooh. You can't kick that door off. That's not fun. It's not going to be a go-back situation because we're dealing... And this might be the scary part because mm. what we're dealing with is a is a no return scenario because we're dealing with oh yeah human genetics yes you you can't just delete stuff and think you're going back oh i'm just gonna hit the you know control delete and reset yeah. this thing control yeah. you know z control and z. these are questions that you know we have some answers to frankly i am not going to be the one to find those answers because i've already decided i'm not going in that direction no so to me i say i'm going over here now don't care well, i think it's pretty obvious we're not going in that direction i mean look at us <laughs> Or listen to us or, you know, that it is what it is. Yeah. So, um. So let's talk yeah. about culture. What is uh, that? Yeah. What do you think about so the, when you, bacteria culture? Yeah. You think of, I think <sighs> of a bacteria culture, this thing growing, right. right? I also hear the word cult. Every time someone says oh, culture, yes, I'm like, oh, you mean it's cult? in the word. Ooh, and so like, there's ooh. government culture, right? The little yeah. bacteria dish, the, the little cult. And they, yeah. they give us rights. They give us our R-I-G-H-T-S. And everyone says, and those kinds of rights. I want my rights. Yes. Give me my yes, rights. My right. And it's this part of this whole <laughs> cult of, of subservience. It's a cult of, sub, cult of subservience is yes, what it is. It is. Where you have masters and servants. Yeah. And slaves. We're all indentured in servitude. Absolutely. And or at so, least that's the hope they have. And then what's the, so what's the flip Where side they, to they that are. that we were talking about? Mm-hmm. It's people's tradition. Yes, Right? Customs, true. traditions. And then we have a word, a beautiful word called rights. R-I-T-E-S. Right. So how do I get to something? How do I get to a place where I can do something or I am qualified right. or I am... Um, ordained to be able to do something. Properly it's, vested. It's through my right. 
Mm-hmm. The R-I-T-E. And those are also, again, bringing it back to the word providence. They come from somewhere. They're they derived. Somewhere. Yeah. And they're innate to all people. So if we've got a government culture mm-hmm. versus a people's tradition, mm-hmm. the government culture seems to be based on ideology and control. It's being created. It's being cultured. Mm-hmm. People's traditions are based on providence yeah. and history. History. And tradition. Fact. Fact. <laughs> Grandma didn't do it for no reason. Yeah. Remember what grandma taught? She, yeah. I had a great grandma. It was very, very nice. So government. Do we need government or do we need governance? Government versus governance. Primarily, primarily, we need governance. Governance is a state, right? To be in a state of govern. A state in of control. Control, right? It is a state we're of control. We're not in chaos. We're in a state of control. We are in control. Everybody wants that. Nobody wants to live in Mad Max. Not particularly. And that's where we're headed. If we, if the door closes, that's where we're going. <laughs> that and we and, don't do anything. and we don't do anything. We're going that's, to Mad Max. We are right? on that. We are on that train, right? And Ugh. so then the flip side of that is 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 government. So to be controlled. Yes, governmente, the control of the mind. the mind, right? Through the mind. Yes, and so they control us through the mind with these stories, these cultured ideologies. Mm -hmm. And throughout history, if we look at ideologies, they can be very dangerous and have proven to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Providence, fact. Fact. Learn from history or repeat it. Learn from history or repeat it. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So. People. People. Going back to that, so people have found governance, right? And they're pushing against this rule by these elite circles. Well, hold on a second. We haven't found governance yet. We've found a spirit. We've found a spirit. There's a spirit moving in the people, moving them towards something that mm-hmm. they don't yet know what it is mm-hmm. or they don't have a how final destination. to establish it mm-hmm. yet. I think that's like pretty clear. But if we are clear that we do want to establish governance... Right? New governance. New governance. If that is a goal. Effective governance. Effective new governance. Then that can be the goal. And we just, and then we don't have to say, well, we're going to have a great reset. It's like, well, we're going to have a great awakening. And that's all the stuff, this great awakening, this great resist, all of these other terms that are coming up. I love it because it gives something else for people to hold a torch to. Instead of just saying, we don't want the great reset. It's like, well, you don't get a choice. Like, that's what it's doing. Mm -hmm. So you can either go with it or you can do something else. But you better know what that something else is. Yeah. And that's like you were saying with Occupy. Yeah. They didn't really have a destination. It wasn't there yet. Like, that wasn't out there yet in the in the consciousness to grab and pull in and, and actually say, well, what is it? Like, let me, can I, where can I read this? Yeah. Where can I read it? Is it in a book or something? Like it wasn't there yet. No, no. And it's, and it's a lost concept in a lot of ways because well, like we've been cultured. Absolutely. We've been cultured for what? 2000 years. Well, I mean, we've been, (laughs) I would say like really intensely since the early 20th century. Yeah, for sure. Really intensely. Like I honestly, I, I point back to the work of Nikola Tesla. And when that went dark, we really started mm-hmm. to, that was like a really big turning point to Tesla's, humanity. Yeah, big time. Like he died alone in a 1926 New York City apartment with, I think his assistant was with him, yeah. broke and alone. Yeah. 
brilliant man right one of the most brilliant men that ever lived so there you go and so for me that's we since then it's been really full on really like this whole culture thing like Mm -hmm. traditions have been dying and disappearing way davis talks about it in his atmosphere that the atmosphere is falling apart and, and crumbling and it's this you know, it's this culture. Like, it is really a disease. We're becoming a monoculture. Yeah. It's yeah. The mind virus. The mind virus. So, yeah. but what we're, what we're seeing, let's, let's, so we've circled those issues. We, we heard some of it. Um, <laughs> we know that people are becoming more united, that there are groups popping up all over the place. We're starting to see regional cooperation. Yes. We're starting to see peer-to-peer systems that are popping up. They are emerging mm-hmm. organically and naturally. Yeah, and we're talking about at the level of governance. Yes, but yeah. now governance itself, I mean, I, I think that that's a really great word, but it implies structure. Yes. And we aren't... We're not there yet. There yet. Just about. Some are. Some people are very close, but the thing about that structure is it's not imposed in this particular side of the movement. Mm-hmm. People are finding it. Yeah. It's amazing. They're claiming it. They're yeah. working on it. And there's dissenters. Mm-hmm. These clowns pop up. All this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's really something. It's a journey. It is. It's yeah. an adventure. And it's worth getting right to find unity. It's like an orchestra. Yeah. And all of the instruments play together. Yeah. Sometimes you play off key and it takes time and practice. So right? this thing you're talking about, this peer-to-peer mm-hmm. regional cooperation, like, is it realistic? And is it already happening? Yeah. And I'd say yes. I'd say it is. It's starting to happen. Mm-hmm. The peer-to-peer system is naturally forming because, like you said, can we be in a leaderless system? No. People will rise to the occasion, and most people look to a leader. Mm-hmm. They need a little prompt. They're well, looking and, for solutions. And honestly, think about when you were a kid and you were asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. It's that glory of like looking out to your life and saying, well, what do I want to be? To do that now, it's fake because if a child says, I want to be a police officer because I, oh, good I'm, Lord. I'm a good guy, it's like, well, no. We just heard what that's We just heard what that's do. all about. Uh-uh. So we want to, it, it would, in, we want to give that back to humanity. Mm-hmm. Like we want to have that back so you can look out to your life and say, well, what is before me? What are my choices? What are my options? Yeah. It would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. I got duped. I went to university. Right. I got duped. I went there and it wasn't at all what I thought it was going to be. Huh. I live with that. So, yeah. So, here's some examples. And, like, right. these are things, most of these I have personal experience with. I mentioned it before, the cooperative. So, a cooperative business is a member-owned business. So, if I'm a worker, I can choose to become an owner of the business. Very simple. Very simple. Peer-to-peer. Now I'm an owner of peers. Right. Uh, the, all the peers are uh, cooperative owners. They're all equal owners. Equal and owners. each voice matters. Every voice matters. And so yeah. there's still probably elections. Of course. Yeah. It's And I mean, and it still works. It's, it's a, a democratic. business. It's a business inside of, you know, the right. province a, of BC. So it's business. still a business. Um, but the culture of it is slightly different. It's a teal business isn't it uh, yeah well then there's a whole that i mean a teal business is a whole other category um any business can be a teal business but it just means that it, it is to the grassroots evolutionary potential of the business itself right. if i see a need in the business i fill the need you i don't need, i don't and... go up the chain to, and i've worked in the government like you go up the chain forever and you never get to the top and so you never do anything 
Right. And you never, yeah, you never get to the top. You never of make it, really. a change. But in a teal organization, the change happens immediately. It's already done. Right. Because you're not, you're going to go to management no. and ask permission no. because you have you control go to your peers. over, you go to peers, you ask for some advice yep. and you have discretion, but you want to do a good job because, well, it's up to you. Absolutely. And I, I wouldn't talk about things that I don't have experience with. No, you have good experience. So You've talked a lot about that. Done it. I have actual experience in these, in these things. So then what's the next one? We mm-hmm. want to talk Another about? example. Blockchain. Okay. Blockchain is a technology that is a trust list system so it removes the middleman right and it's built on these it's contracts built on peer-to-peer contracts so anyhow the um a great example is real estate if you have a peer-to-peer contract system that removes the real estate agent right then what do you need the real estate agent for exactly exactly then you if just you, need you somebody need trustee. To, you don't need them it's 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 done it's well dealt with. i'm pretty sure we've got something coming online pretty soon yeah. it'll be in one of the next episodes that's an administrative system right so these similar. are all so you know i've been talking about the level of business the level of mm-hmm. uh, blockchain is more like the this so sort of financial type thing but we need autonomy, to continue right? to evolve right yeah. because the blockchain thing is it's not it's already been corrupted it's already going to we know it's not going to fall because it's not going to fit in with digital id so what's coming next well governance peer-to-peer governance governance. and that gives people autonomy i mean i think that's a natural step forward so and and that's a fairly open system i think one of the things as an example you gave blockchain if we look at blockchain ledger entries they are public registered entries yeah you just don't have the keys to access them. Yeah, exactly. You don't right. know whose it is. It's a, it's anonymous, right? Right. And that's important. The, as opposed to the digital banking system, which is not anonymous. It's not. And it is attached to your person. And you can't tell what's going on in it either. No. U- Ucadian funds, we're going to get into this later, but the Ucadian funds also uh, go through a gazette. Mm-hmm. And you can see. it's well, That's another episode. Yeah, that's but not that's for today. part no. of what we're getting towards. Yeah. So anyhow, it's uh yeah, it's it's restorative. All of this is restorative, so we know that the peer-to-peer systems are moving forward. So yes. the next step is into governance. Well, I have to, and I think that's one way that we can uh, restore the golden rule of law in society, and that we can continue to find that autonomy mm-hmm. and allowing people to claim their power, even if they're an employee in a teal business. Based it's a great example in tradition. Right. And so the really important thing when we're looking at Providence and all of this stuff around governance is that it's based in tradition. Right. So I look at this stuff with the great reset and I'm like, this isn't based in tradition. Mm. This is I I don't relate to it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have any tie back to, you know, historical Providence and all of that. So that's and so it seems kind of a strange thing to say, but the world of tomorrow is from the past. It is. It's, it's that amazing. They're not new systems. No, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's that glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah. You got to, but bit to different. break through it, you know, this is the, this is the only system we've got. But once we break through that, we say, no, we actually don't. We have new and better systems that are based on traditions. Right. It's true. And, and so I think we get there by finding a new agreement. Like I mentioned, Eucadian money, that's, uh, we're going to touch on that a little as we roll out this episode. That's for another episode, like you said, Danny. But like, let's talk about, okay, so where do, got a how new do we agreement. get to a new world of tomorrow? Well, we need a new agreement. Yeah. We have to have a new agreement. That's where governance comes from. It mm-hmm. comes from the agreement. And so currently the agreement is, well, I agree to be in this Canadian system and you agree. And so my agreement is with that government uh not i don't think not me no me neither anymore no but that was the but old, that was the old yeah, way i'm not doing that right no 
So, <laughs> so we need something that's as obvious as these movements are self-affirming. Yeah. They're life-affirming. Yeah. They're autonomous movements of equal individuals, of collectives in unity, and they're finding ways to resolve their conflict. But the biggest conflict that is being had isn't between the groups. It's the reason the groups exist because there's another, this other thing, mm-hmm. whatever it is and the government and all this, the culture, the yeah, government culture. I mean, and it pops up. I, we've seen it in our own movement where this pol- p- political thing is happening in the movement and we go well that's not part of this like can't we just resolve these conflicts why do we have have politics in here no let's just resolve the conflict they're getting into clowning the the politicians it's terrible so so how can we like how can we find some remedy i mean what is there's things that are being presented today and I'm looking at the courts. Let's look at the courts. Mm-hmm. They're well, supposed the, to be the safeguard, right? I was talking social studies. They're supposed go to be the to safeguard. First. Well, I'll take it to the courts. I'll right. take it to the courts. I'll take it to the courts. And that's where we're stalled. Mm-hmm. If the government becomes bad, the courts are the last step for democracy. Well, I think you have some experience with that. Yeah, and so does Tamara. Tamara Leach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really something. And yes, I do. Oh, man. Let's, let's say, let's, okay, so we were both put in jail by a corrupt judge. Well, I wasn't. Tamara was. Tamara was immediately put in jail by a corrupt judge. Yes. The judge that put me in, well, they didn't even have an arrest warrant. Mm -hmm. So we can't even say that a judge put me in jail. It was those cops. Mm -hmm. Not, I don't know what they are. RCMP? They're not even. So we know that in the Leach case, Judge Bourgeois Mm -hmm. has ties to the Liberal Party. Yeah, back from 2011, ran in politics. So the the judge was biased. And I mean, this is expressed right in the news briefing personal views and very ruling. biased ruling referencing the impacts like people impacted uh, by the convoys she referenced our community our police and our city in her decision yeah now, so she was had a bias towards ottawa absolutely how yeah. you say it's our thing and not be biased mm-hmm. yep, totally. they're supposed to be impartial not part of it my question i guess is how many of these judges or politicians breach their oaths and like who are they? What is and like? What is their oath? And what is their oath? And what does it mean to take an I, oath? I never heard them take the oath. Well, they didn't swear it to me. Who do they? Like, can they tell me what their oath is? Why is it a know. secret? It's not very transparent, <laughs> is it? So, <laughs> so that's not good. Mm-hmm. So, are there consequences for breaching the oaths? Yeah, they're supposed to be, but like the court system's a little messed up. Yeah, like are they held accountable? And I can personally attest to it. I just am, I'm still on conditions. Well, well, this is being recorded. I'm still dealing with it. It's absurd. Well, you heard it in that ridiculous episode of the Not So Real Life Network. Right. Dealing with what? Well, like the courts or like the cops or like... How about all of it? Oh, okay. That whole thing. Right. Did you forget? (laughs) No, I just, I'm not sure what you're referencing. Oh, just all of it. There's no specific point... So we need an alternative because when you're dealing with one part of it, you know, actually that's a great kind of way to conceptualize it. What part you ask? Mm-hmm. All of it. Because uh. when you deal with any portion of it, you end up dealing with all of it. Right. And uh, so where do we turn to find remedy turn? when the highest Canadian courts won't do it? <laughs> that's a really good question. And we have, like I've mentioned, Eucadia. We've got some options. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anybody else who's come up with, vocalized any other options. Or, or written? Anything? Like, that's competent. There's lots of good 
And I think that's partly where Eucadia comes from, is it comes from the push forward of the the thought in in the realms of ideas of great ideas of moving into cooperative systems. Yeah, that's what it's all about. But to build it into a governance system. Yes. That's the tricky part. How do you actually build into the plug it into the existing systems, right? We have well, there are no existing systems. There mm-hmm. aren't any. Like, we've I got mean, a to movement build upon it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've got a movement of people. We don't have a system. We need to establish something like we were talking about, you know, it's 12 people to form the United States of America. That's what happened. Yes. That's historical providence. Yes. And so we can take 12 people, any people of competence. And establish a campus. Yes. And that's what we're working towards. So that is a viable option. And I think that in honoring the movement, if that's what's going on on our end of things, if that's what we're doing here, we're forming it from a trust into a foundation Mm -hmm. from the foundation we will be able to release more information and like you said earlier that's going to be another episode for another time Mm -hmm. because this is about honoring the movement yeah and i think it's really good to mention that stuff because Mm -hmm. we need to succeed like what's the banner or the medal that we hang on to it to honor it Mm -hmm. if if we end up with a foundation in our in our local collective Mm -hmm. that is literally a badge that we hang on the truck convoys literally that went to ottawa because now they also have a separate jurisdiction yes (laughs) which is great oh wow it's so fun Mm -hmm. it's fun that's just fun right so we're gonna do a whole series on this yeah we're gonna do a whole series on it and and what are we gonna cover well we're, we're gonna use that to find accountability and all these sorts of things um what are we going to cover? Well, we're let's 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 wrap out with that because there's other things that are going on. I just want to touch on. There are movements that are distractions oh, within that yeah. existing system. It's, yeah, it's a whole thing. And I just I just want to touch on it because yeah. I want to answer your question. I want to go into that just very briefly, mm-hmm. but I also want to say that you know if we're if we're honoring the movement, we should make note, take note. Mm-hmm. Take notice. Take and give notice. Give notice. That, you know, there are things that are distractive movements. And Action for Canada is something that looks like it's doing something. Mm-hmm. They're serving, um, what is it? It's Notices a, of liability. Notices of liability onto yeah. an unaccountable, yeah. illegal and corrupt system. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, that doesn't seem like it's actually going to do anything. So then well, there's the proof also... will be in the pudding. Like, what has it achieved? Exactly. It what took does trucks it going to Ottawa to get the mandates to end. It wasn't action for Canada. No, not at all. And <laughs> some people will jump on any bandwagon they can find. It's to get that relief, right? To mm-hmm. yeah. So then there's examples, class action lawsuits. So, for example, I have an attachment uh, the provincial government has put on me. And they've said, oh, if you don't like it, there's a class action lawsuit against us. Would you like to join it? And I'm like, I will not be railroaded into your dead end. Thank yeah, it's you. a dead end thing. It's a dead Absolutely. end thing. Right? Yeah. It's so like there's... a corral. Like, where do you corral... That's how I've always oh, seen it. Absolutely. I'm like, what what's what door is opening and what corral is that, that you you're going said into? It yeah. Earlier really well. Yeah. It's it's uh it's a it's a one way. One way. Yep. It's a one way. And there is no cul de sac to turn around. Nope. It's a big rig going down a one lane dirt highway. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. You're gonna have trouble. But um <laughs> So those things aren't really gonna do it. And uh what is the timeline for achieving stuff, you know? And and you mentioned that with the agenda twenty one now we've got agenda 
2032 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because that's when the RCMP contract in BC expires as well. Yeah, coincidental. Coincidental, is it not? Oh my. Synchronicity, I look at it. Yes, mm-hmm. or very much strategically planned. It's like the difference between 432 hertz and 440. Yep. It's very subtle. So like you said, now I want to answer your question there. What do we got coming up? Best solutions, new solutions that are actually very old methods. We've got the Eucadian model. It's based in traditions. It's based in traditions. And we're going to do a series on it. We're going to cover maxims of law. We're going to talk about sovereign independence and what that really means to be established. We're going to talk about the new agreement. Those are covenants. Covenant Mm -hmm. is an agreement. There's constitutional charters, global union, regional unions. We're going to talk about rights, real rights, and the providence of rights. The sacred mysteries of life. Regional and local collectives, universities, provinces, campuses, foundations, and individual estates. Yeah, so the really critical thing for listeners to be aware of Mm. is the beautiful thing about Eucadia is that it requires of the individual to do the actual work. Yeah, but that's the cost of freedom. That's the cost of it. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't actually cost anything. You're going to love it, though. There's Some people are going to be like, what do you mean I don't have to pay taxes? No, you still have to pay taxes, but not like you did. It's the same systems that we've had today. It's slight, slight tweaks. Slight yeah. tweaks, but yeah. it's what it we were told. It's what we were told. It's not what we found in the world today. Yeah. In that not so well, real life, in that culture. It's what we know in our, it's all, what, it's more closely related to what we know in our hearts because mm-hmm. it's based in the traditions of the sacred mysteries of life. Right. And we're seeing those unfold yep. in the movement. Look at all these autonomous groups popping yep. up. It's beautiful. And so to honor them, we mentioned this. Mm. It's just like blockchain. So mm. if you don't do the work of studying how to actually get into, quote, cryptocurrencies and all this stuff, you're not going to know how to do it. Right. And so you're not going to reap the benefits of it. Right. But if you do the work, then you reap the benefits. And so that's what it is. It's like anything. If you do the work and you reap the benefits of it. Absolutely. And you reap what you sow. And your community will also start to reap the benefits of the work that you do. And that's actually one of the best things for me about this Mm -hmm. and what we're seeing in the community movement in general in the movement in general and in any community that i speak to and it's really bringing people together Mm -hmm. which i like and and nothing brings people together like a good meal yep oh i like feasts so in closing on this particular episode don't believe their narrative it's not what they told you and really what's life about it's about everybody it's about the nurses that have been impacted because that's our health care. It's definitely about the truckers because, well, that's our supply chain. It's about the students and mm-hmm. our educational system. Mm-hmm. It's about our seniors because they carry our traditions and our family to us in so many ways. And it's about the youth because they are our future. It's about your right to choose if you want to choose freedom. And it's like you said, Danny. It's about our community and our country. Mm-hmm. Unity. It's about all people on one earth. It's about our planet. It's about our planet and our world. What world do we want to live in? Mm-hmm. What world do we want to inherit, say yes to? And which one do we want to leave to our children? Yep. Yeah. And the dupe stops here. The dupe stops here. Every, Every single time. time. <laughs> <laughs> so I really want to say thanks to you guys for listening to this episode. I've hoped you've enjoyed this other episode of Cameo Radio. 
I'm here in the studio with Danny Honeywine. I want to give you a big thanks for coming today and doing this again. Thanks for hosting. I am so honored to host this, and I'm really glad that you're here with us all. Stay tuned for the next episode. This has been episode number 11 on Cameo Radio. Check out the Real Life Network on thereallifenetwork.com. Find the like and subscribe buttons. Follow us on every social media outlet out there. $5 donations goes a long way. Feel free to contribute. Members portals are coming online soon. Get on board. Stay tuned for the next episode where we're going to go into detail about some really good solutions. This is Cam McSorley. Thanks so much. Do you want to say bye to you? Well, say goodbye. I was going to say fun fact. but <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do a fun fact, Danny. Do a fun fact. Fun, fun fact. This episode is episode 11, and I'm an 11, and, and Cam's so an 11. We're both 11s. So if you don't know what that means, have fun, have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's March 11th. It's March 11th. <laughs>